welcome to Engaging Life, the show where we talk about passions, well-being at work, and everything it means to have an engaging life. Ariel Greenaway is our first guest on the show, and we're just going to talk about kind of her life and what she's been up to and what, what she's going to do in the future. And I know that right now you work at a library. <laughs> That I do. That you do. But mm. the stereotype of librarians, right? Yeah. Are we, can we talk about the stereotype stereotypes of, of librarians. librarians? Is that they're like very quiet and mm. like studious and just, I don't know. Like, what would you say the stereotype <laughs> of librarians are? Uh, off the bat, probably my, my manager, who is, <laughs> <laughs> who is very much your stereotypical uh, uh librarian but but then she's also you're not stereotypical librarian exactly because the awesome glasses that she looks over the cuffs of when she's getting oh people's gosh. attention when she's she do the finger right over does she tell people to like be quiet uh yeah she's definitely got her shush down very well mm -hmm. um it's a very practiced one it's very interesting this shh it goes right over the crowd like, right you know, over the crowd not you know quite literally a shush comes over the so crowd. So it's not That's osmosis, her. it's like right over the crowd. Yeah, literally. I'm such a nerd. Who says <laughs> osmosis? So, I mean, uh, but yeah, like the stereotypical librarian glasses, mm -hmm. very demure dress, um, not a lot of flash. Very I feel like I look prim, like a librarian right You now. know, very prim and proper, um, things like that. But like, man, some of the librarians I meet are just like so cool <laughs> you're a cool librarian they're so cool like i mean i i there's this awesome book i i took the librarian this coming out and this awesome book is it's called the um uh looks of a librarian or mm -hmm. like a, what a, a librarian looks like and it's literally a photographic like uh, uh picture or, or 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 book yeah. of different librarians across the state across wow. the world some have tattoos, some have piercings, some have different colored hair, some are short, tall, males. They are males who are librarians. <laughs> just so you know. Just so you know. Yes, you guys are small in number, but you guys are. That's I, like I the book. That's like hipster librarians. Yeah, yeah. And they're so cool. Like uh, a lot of our male librarians are pretty neat. And then you also are female librarians. And yeah. there's different types of librarians. So you have people like me who are in the public library but then there are people who work for like sony mm -hmm. and uh work for disney who are librarians like everything that you can ever think of that has large amounts of content yeah. like movies dvds music um you know city hall all of that everyone needs a librarian yeah. and so um when you think of librarianship it's not like Shh, come sit down please you know it's very yeah. it's very broad and it's, mm -hmm. it's very cool so that's what I've been learning a lot since my position. It's like, wow, I, I, it's a field I never really thought I'll be in. Yeah. But it's thoroughly surprised me as to what all you can do with mm. it. So. Yeah. So how did you get to that point? Like, <laughs> growing up to now, like, yeah. what got you into this, I'd say, like, um, industry? Yeah, I, 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 I stumbled across this position as a necessity. Mm -hmm. So I love books growing up mm -hmm. i was always in the library and i always had like a stack of like 12 to 15 books yeah. waiting by my bedside mm -hmm. and on the floor um for me to get through them and i miss my sister as well 
so consumed a lot of content. But how I I never thought to be a librarian. That mm. was like an emphasis. Like legitimately never. I love the library. Yeah. I love reading. But I was like, oh, I want to be a librarian when I grew up. Not at all. Um, I was. I am one of those people where, uh, I. I didn't know. I still don't know mm-hmm. what my big career is. Okay. Um, my way of getting here has kind of been like, so I came here from Georgia, graduated. For those of you who are listening, she just did a zigzag with her, with her Yeah, hands. with my fingers. And I, and it's I like added, an up and down. Like. <laughs> added sound effects as, as if you turning the corner of that zigzag. So, yes. So, hopefully you can also watch the video. Please hopefully. do. Um, probably enjoy that. <laughs> so, I came from Georgia, graduated from uh, Kennesaw State University with an African and African diaspora studies major. What that basically is, I studied black folks, people of African descent, Mm. and the communities that they develop around the world. Um, And so it was a multidisciplinary degree, so I had things, I was learning archaeology, I was learning sociology, psychology, economics, um, all of these things um, together to basically create a a multi-layer analysis of a particular uh, phenomenon in um, black communities, mm-hmm. whether it be in Latin America, whether it be the seed community in India, um, uh, those in the Aboriginals in Australia, um, using that multidisciplinary piece, I was able to analyze how these communities come about, how wow. have they thrived, what are their connections back to the continent of Africa. Um, so, yeah, my degree was awesome. I, I don't even think it. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I I had the best time mm-hmm. um but when i graduated i didn't know what to do mm-hmm. i had a lot of interest i had a lot of passions uh and i was like I, I i don't know what to do so i applied for um two things i applied for a americorps position here in united and in, in washington dc okay um i got that position it was the first position i got outside of the, the state i didn't want to stay in georgia after i graduated mm-hmm. so i was just like yeah. And then the next thing was the, to apply to a position overseas, which was the um, Japan Exchange and Teaching Program. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, either way, I'm getting up out of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's just a thing that, and I actually, I don't even want to use this term millennials go through because actually I'm on the edge of millennials and the next generation, Generation Z. I think it is. Everybody else just like is like, oh, millennials. Da, 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 da. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, we get a bad rep. We get a really bad rep. Which is interesting do. because our the elders of, of the millennial generation yeah. is only 40. Exactly. So between 40 and my sister's age, two years after my sister's yeah. age, so like maybe like. It's like it's like in the forties to the twenties right now. Yeah, twenty three, early twenty three. So twenty three to forty are literally millennials. Exactly. And so it's, it's such a wide gap. People are like, well, there goes the millennials again. They must be playing yeah. like, uh, Game Boy. And you're or like, no, you're talking about like, Generation Z. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like most of us are either in college, entering out of college, either owning or starting our own businesses, yeah. or and have been in our careers. Or maybe 10 to 15 years yeah. 
and we're only on the second half of what we're about to do for our lives. Exactly. So, exactly. But I feel that because, like, <laughs> right now, I, I live in Florida, and I do, do not want to stay in Florida. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. But yeah. it also could just be, like, I also care a lot about different cultural experiences, yeah. too, so that could be it, yeah, too. Yeah, it's definitely that. I mean, the South, I love, um, but it's a little bit lackluster in a sense of, like, cultural diversity unless you're in those communities like, yes unless you're um, in the big cities yeah or like, you're in the outskirts of those big cities yeah. you can get tastes of diversity but like you know even rural Georgia, Georgia is like you know outside of those large large spaces like most of Georgia is like you know rural areas you yeah. either have college towns or yeah. you have towns that like are base are, are near the army base which is a lot of largest one is in uh, Fort Gordon and Augusta mm-hmm. so like you know you have a lot of older set in their ways this is how it is yeah. type communities which is fine and, and it's perfect for in florida it's a lot of confederate flags and yeah. i'm just getting same tired here, of looking same. at and it's, yeah it's yeah you up here which i always tell people which is interesting though the south tells you straight up where they where their line is mm-hmm. there's a sense of um respectability oh for sure yeah. even if you don't like black folks like that or you're not feeling like but their people are still friendly and they're, they're yeah oddly enough still friendly it's very it's strange, strange right, right? <laughs> but it's no Northern different from the north east no of, like, different from so the north weird. though but here up here what i found was people will say the you know the great all these cute terminologies of, yeah no i'm against racism like this 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 and that and i'm a pro this and i'm pro that but they are not really with it. Like they, yeah. they can talk the game very, very well. Like legit. <laughs> give you everything where you feel like, wow, this person's straight up an ally. I ain't gotta worry about no Confederate flag, no KKK coming but, up on my home. But have you, you find seen out that yeah, you find <laughs> out that, you know, you're not in certain meetings because they conveniently forgot to leave your name on the email blast that everybody else gets and mm-hmm. you're the maybe one or second maybe second person that's a person of color in your entire firm yeah or you might find out that you're being you know (laughs) you know it's just these little microaggressions that happen um that aren't blatant as like if you come down south you see that confederate flag you know what's up you know what's good they know what's up and they know and then you go about your day yeah but here they're they're like it's like landmines to me yeah um you think you're good and then you step the wrong way boom yeah and that's, that's kind actually, of like if that's very very true. um so sometimes i miss the whole there you are i don't like you you don't like me <laughs> i miss it because at least even, like we, at least we, we know you know we, we know but there's still a element of i'm still going to be friendly to you and it's not underneath the yeah, surface in a sense like, yeah you, you but then even if you're nice i already know yeah but good, i already know, you know what you're yeah. about in the northeast number one people are just I'm going to live my own life and be in my own little corner mm-hmm. and not very friendly or cordial yeah. at all. So when you make those communities, when you make those relationships, like, oh yeah, I think I think we're good. And then one day they'll just be like, oh my gosh, are you? Yeah. Insert insert my girl again. Right, here. right. So, I don't want to call out anything. No, it's interesting. That's <laughs> it's honestly one of the things that have been like a little bit of an eye opening since I've been here. Oh, I'm just sure. like, okay. But y'all come for the South? Okay. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. how I feel. Oh, um, for sure, yeah. A lot of the times. But that, but 
again, unfortunately, it's the same kind of dynamic as, you know, when yeah. the Civil War came. And that's... You know, the North thought they yeah. were smarter than the South. And the exactly. South were just like, look, man, yeah, they're traditionalists, but intelligent people. Yeah. Um, just because you got a, uh, you know, uh, a brawl or whatever, um, or, you know, just a particular accent, it's like, well... I don't know if you know what you're talking about. So yeah. it's it's, it's kind of interesting. America definitely has like a a classism to itself. It yeah, really does. exactly. It really, it really does. is, and you you get things like I had this one experience in when I was visiting England and London, and it was very interesting because yeah. they're not used to kind of like openly like open racists and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so when they experience it, it's very jarring for them. Interesting. Um, and so it's. It's more, more, more under the surface, and so yeah. when it comes up, it's really it's shocking. To, Whereas, yeah. like, if you're if you're black in America, you just you understand. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not not all not not all black people. Not all black people. Not all black people. But you you until you I don't find like, not all white people a, and some white internal, people and other yeah. ethnicities yeah. and races as you you know. So, but yeah, so I mean, shoot, uh, having this having that degree spoke a lot to yeah. how I was able kind of to transition to the north really yeah. um and just transitioning into a whole community but even that um had a lot too to do with my upbringing as well mm-hmm. so when I when I graduated and I applied for those positions I got the one in DC it's like okay cool yay mm-hmm. but the one I really wanted was to go overseas yeah what did you do in DC um, so in DC, I was a city or city year AmeriCorps member. Okay, yeah, um, I love AmeriCorps. Yeah, AmeriCorps is awesome. Yeah. I did AmeriCorps <clears throat> my junior year, uh, or during my junior year um, of college, and that like wait while you were in college, I thought it yeah. was like you had to wait until you graduated. Oh no, like uh, there are some programs. Also, with that program, it was an after school. Um, it was an after-school program that taught social and emotional learning okay. to... and that was, like, the AmeriCorps that was a part of your university made that program, and so you were a part of that program. No. no. So that was... It was... Uh, so our, our university promoted it. Okay. However, it was completely outside of my, my, my oh, school. It, oh. is, it was a complete entity by itself in the sense of uh, that, that AmeriCorps group, which is Wings for Kids, they mm-hmm. partnered with... Um, uh, public elementary schools in mm-hmm. um I think it's southeast southeast Atlanta mm-hmm. um Fulton County area uh that's where I was working and um they partnered with those schools to place AmeriCorps members in our programs doing after school program gotcha. so like schools will have certain um after school programs apply to be in their school spaces mm-hmm. and we were one of the after school programs that did that but it just happened to be under the umbrella of americorps so okay. americorps is everywhere yeah and there's different organizations and agencies within it yeah that's so interesting it's very the way that americorps space, is set yeah. up that was like in my undergrad was that we had americorps vista like yeah vista is really big yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and even that like vista is its own unit and then there's NCCC mm-hmm. and then you have everybody else that's in between yeah. NCCC and Vista but they're not you're like an AmeriCorps you know. expert so <laughs> it's, it's, it's check out the National Service uh, like, yeah. uh, website it's very very great I mean honestly there's all there's a program for everyone yeah. and if you have the time you have the money and you have support I highly recommend it um, because you just get you get experience so quickly, and then the fact that you have something like a miracle on your on your resume, it goes a long way. Yeah. It really yeah. does. It goes a long way. 
um, and it will speak a lot to what are you, whatever you do next, whether yeah. it's in that same position that you were doing or are you going into something different. Yeah. Um, and so mine was in education mm-hmm. and teaching social and emotional learning. And so in that aspect, I, I that changed my life. And mm-hmm. that was like, oh, I got to do this again, hopefully. Yeah. And so I already was familiar with how Miracle worked. Mm-hmm. I just ha- wasn't familiar with the agency, like, city year. Yeah. Um, and so when I came to D.C., worked as a city year Miracle member, I, I, I was like, Wow, I had I had never seen an AmeriCorps organization so structured. I mean, mm-hmm. them they had they ducks in the row. Cause you're right, they do like it. They're it varies very, because it's like yeah, each kind of subunit head has pretty much control over how they like use do. their mem- yeah. their members. Really, yeah, exactly. they do. Um, and uh, you. You you'll find that there's some AmeriCorps uh, organizations. There's, let me not say that it's not AmeriCorps organizations. These are organizations that partner with the National Service mm-hmm. to create an AmeriCorps position yeah. in their organization. Exactly, yeah. Um. And so then that person is paid by um the National Service Corporation created mm-hmm. by yeah. President Clinton, and then those the organization itself basically trains them, um, supplies them their hours. And gives them training, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the organization I worked with, they were absolutely amazing. They placed themselves directly in schools that are in need, uh, where they're, the student population either is struggling or, or needs extra support mm-hmm. um, in order for that all of their children to be um, in math and reading um, proficient. Yeah. And so I was in a English language arts classroom in the third grade, um, I had two other AmeriCorps members with me, one in the other English class and then the other in a math class. And so we co-taught mm. our students. We got 15 students um, for, we had 15 students for English and then we also did behavioral coaching. Mm. Um, and that's where my work, my previous work as an AmeriCorps member, teaching social and emotional skills, mm. really came into play. Yeah. And so um, so with that, it was it was, my day started at seven forty-five in the morning in southeast, uh, southeast DC. Again, southeast. <laughs> I keep finding myself in the southeast, in the southeast. regions yeah. um, of of the places I work with. I think, I think the place, I think where I'll be working next overseas is actually southeast, southeast region. region. <laughs> maybe this episode. It's a trend. I was thinking about titling it something. Like maybe it's just southeast. Is the South, name of the southeast. <laughs> I should call, maybe in my life I'll I'll play on that. Um, you start creating the podcast, something. Like south south. <laughs> so you know, hopefully that uh, so or seven or I six to totally southeast. I totally see that on a, on a t-shirt. Yeah, southeast. And that'd be really cool. So um, yeah, it, it 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 was it was an interesting space. I I really learned a lot. So when I got done with AmeriCorps, I got done with that. You so see, it was a eleventh month commitment mm-hmm. and then from that eleventh month commitment I transitioned in, into a position with um the DC mayor's office for volunteerism which oh. was called Serve DC. Wow. And so I worked with them for like four months mm-hmm. and during that time I was a con- I was contracted to work with their youth emergency response um team trainer. So okay. I was training um like sixteen to twenty one year olds um, how to lead or how to teach emergency skills to youth younger than them yeah. um, around the city, um, and so that was a four, that was a that was a great experience. I really got to learn DC from 
I learned DC from the school's perspective, but then I was also able to learn about DC from a structural, uh, governmental um, uh, level, which was really yeah. interesting. So I got to see Fords, went to different uh, emergency room agencies, yeah. um, got to visit hop into a helicopter that they use for um emergency you can't evacs. just like throw out you know oh, it was yeah. cool like, man i, I, I just hopped into a helicopter it, once. it's cool it it's cool. cool i mean i didn't get to fly <laughs> which would have been so cool but um we got to sit in the, in the cockpit they break yeah. broke down like you know what they do because it was with the national guard okay um and so yeah like when i say just my casuals when i say guard. just weird like not weird but very unique niche experiences, experiences. Yeah, yeah. um that's a little bit which mine. i feel like kind of fits your yeah. i don't know if mo is the right word but like <laughs> no, I mean, it is my it really is my mo sister. so like specific yeah. and specified and it so is very, like yeah. this experience was so specific and specified like, yeah it's so interesting because yeah my degree is specified but it's so varied <laughs> and that's in that specificity it's like it's crazy um, i understand it's kind of it's kind of i love it though like that's that degree really 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 taught me how to think about everything isn't just linear everything has if a mode and it has a branch and it connects to here and oh, it connects yeah. to there and how do you take those all those seemingly things that don't look like they connect how do you bridge them yeah and make a cohesive like comprehensive like what is this what is this concept what's going on here name it identify it um make connections so that's that's really that skill level of doing that. That's what brought me into City Year. I'm getting my like side You know, juggling a lot of <laughs> juggling a lot of things because like with City Year, it's not the, linear. It's curvy. Yes, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, let me stimulate our this brains is why, together. This is why you study psychology <laughs> in, in grad school. So yeah, it's fun. Now, I, I, like I miss that. that. I miss. I miss that intellectual stimulus in that sense. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of real world experiences with yeah. that. Uh, and that's what you, that, like, yeah. it's so interesting. I found that being in grad school for me has, like, just made me want to be out in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Even though academia is great and I love it and, like, I would love to be a teacher one day, it's very interesting because I constantly find myself being like, but these are real people and right. like real experiences. Right. So we can talk about things yeah. like theoretically and, and conceptually, but experiences do matter. And for you know, for the other side, mm -hmm. this is your experience, but is it like generalizable to a whole population? So it's very right. interesting to try to right. find that balance. It is difficult. Like um, one of the biggest things we did while I was in college was like one of my professors and my mentor, um, Dr. Jesse Benjamin and um, Dr. Seneca Vaught, they were always on us about Okay, here's the theory, but what's the practice? Like, yeah. Praxis. Well, what is that? Like, what are you doing? There's a gap. You know, what, gap. Is, what are we, here's, here's what it is, but like, what's actually happening? And they were really, really great about pointing to us, like, different movements, different mm -hmm. um, concepts from world leaders, um, and the thinking behind, like, great leaders, and being able to see, like, what did they actually do? Yeah. Um, and a great example is a, is a guy named uh, Walter Rodney, and he he was amazing in a sense where he was a historian who studied uh, basically 
the invasion of European forces into the continent and how that underdeveloped the, the continent as a whole. Wow. Um, so his book is called How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. So I, I highly suggest that. But you, he, you're skipping ahead. I know. Sorry. Book recommendation. Sorry. Sorry. Book I don't mean to do that. No, it's fine. It just means we're I mean, it's heavy, but then it's, it's dense reading, but it's very amazing yeah. um, in the sense of like really pushing that thought. But a great example of someone who had theory, mm -hmm. but he was a man who lived by practice. Um, he taught out in the streets of Jamaica with blow horn and then uh, on top on a car, and he talking to people about like what's going, you know, the his, history of uh, colonialization. Uh, excuse me, colonialism on the, in their areas and things like that. And he really did the work, like yeah. the ground work, like um, and so. I always encourage people if you're if you're in school, oh my gosh, pair it with practice. Pair yeah. it with practice. Oh, pair it with practice. So important. You, you know, even if you gotta take a semester to do an internship, that's a, that's doing something that that's involves, what I'm doing right yeah, now. That's why exactly. I'm just in this garb. <laughs> Um, Why am I using these words? I use them. It's your words. <laughs> it's your words. Um, so, and then you know, add, add that to add, add that to your knowledge base, and that's really what drove me through my whole experience. So, I mean, then to to city year, mm -hmm. they had a theory of how what was going on in our schools about yeah. why our our children weren't learning. And their theory was if there was someone to engage or to interrupt the school to prison pipeline by interaction, um, uh, attendance to school, um, someone that they can connect to that's on mm -hmm. their level, that's their near peer, not their peer, but yeah. someone close enough that they can look up to uh, as mentorship. Their theory was that this would interrupt that, that school to prison pipeline. Um, and so... That was the theory. Then the practice was how do get people? How do we get people into these schools? And so you have college students, non-college students. You have people who just got out of their workforce and they need to go back in. There are people who are who are now currently in doctors and doctor programs, um, going for their you know become a doctor. Others are becoming lawyers after our tenure with AmeriCorps. So you have this huge mix of people with different interests. Some in consulting, some in government, some back went back into nonprofit. Others wow. went into prop, uh, for profit um, agencies. Everybody did something different, and everybody came from something different. And so that gave our children that we were working with um, a pool of people that they can look up to as not just someone um, who helped you uh, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> when you wanted to smack little such and such for taking your <laughs> your cookie. cookie. <laughs> Cookie. Cookies were a real deal in our cafeteria, um, especially with uh, second graders. Oh, they were the cutest when they used to fight. Even the even the uh, fifth, first graders, like, they took my toy. And like, it would oh be goodness. so upset. But, you know, teaching them emotion, emotional management, because we yeah. do the same thing as oh, adults. For sure. It's like, who drunk my apple juice straight yeah. up from, you know, barbershop? You know, yeah. he, he was about to take somebody else um, as a grown woman. So we all have these moments where we are like, our emotions get on us and we're about and to And you like know who it is. And then when you figure out what's yeah. you're like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't how many times I did I did that to myself. Yeah, I had to do a whole lot of apologies. So I was like, I'm sorry. You're better. Yeah, I'll just keep it to myself. <laughs> I didn't say anything to anybody. I, I, learned, to I learned to start keeping it to myself. I did after I had to go and apologize <laughs> for Because apologies the worst. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that is another conversation. Like, I understand. I mean, it yeah. takes a lot. It takes yeah. vulnerability to it does. apologize. Um, it really, but, really does. It's amazing, like multidisciplinary teams and interdisciplinary teams oh, are yeah. highly crucial to oh, any oh, type yeah. of work, especially like I, yeah, and I feel like you can probably speak to this a lot as well, just with your experiences, but mm-hmm. when you get to a certain level of achievement, at, like academically, and you're, you know, you're a you know your stuff, you, yeah. you know your stuff, but that also kind of puts you in a silo. So yeah. that my field is the right field, and my field oh, has yeah. all the answers. And yeah. so to say, you know what? Maybe my field does not have all the answers. That or just the fact so of crucial. yeah. There's aspects and ideas that you will never come to a conclusion exactly. Of because that's just not how you exactly. Think. And that's just not where yeah. your head's gonna go. But someone yeah. else who might be. An engineer or someone who I even just an engineer someone who knows their community very yeah. well they added a whole source of knowledge that you won't ever come across yeah. because you're not a part of that community yeah. or you haven't oh, been sure you know so um yeah I, I, I am a, I, I agree with you I do agree with when you're dealing with situations and you're dealing with a phenomenon in a, in a particular um, area Yes, having a multidisciplinary analysis um, definitely gives you a, a way bigger edge than just yeah. looking at it from one one lens. Yeah, like, and it just it just I can count how many times if you just add another layer, it's like what that just opens it all up. Yeah, all over again. exactly. I mean, but then you run the risk of deliberating too much, so then you you always gotta have that person who's like, okay, what are we That's doing? That's where the I O. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's great. But what are what, what are the physical things that you yeah. actually have to do? So. Yeah, that's awesome. So we've talked about kind of what you've done in the past and kind of, kind of sort of what you're doing currently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we touched on it. We touched, touched on it. We tiptoed. But <laughs> talk about Japan. And I want you to introduce for the listeners and the viewers, why are you going to Japan? What are you doing there? Yeah. Um, kind of like what what caused you to even want to go there? Got you. Um, so my journey with Japan <laughs> started in college. Journey with Japan. Yeah. When, the title. <laughs> the journey with Japan is a. Uh, it started in college. Um, I actually I. My one goal when I got to college was, I want to study or live abroad. Mm. Somehow, somewhere, anywhere. Okay. Jealous. Um, and then I was like, okay, what's the one place I've never been and I have zero knowledge about? And the farthest place I can think of. <laughs> and it was Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how I figured it out. Can right? we just pause? Like, <laughs> that, uh, that was my train I, of thought. <laughs> I feel like you know this, but I feel like it's important to, to actually say this, but... People don't think like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, for you to say, like, I, like, wanted to study abroad. Not only did I, like, want to study abroad, it was a desire of mine. But I was just, like, 
what is a place that's like furthest from me that I like know the least about a lot of people and like I've come across a lot of people that are very afraid to go out into the world mm, and, and, yeah. and live that experience like I've met so many people that their hometown is the only area they know yeah and to yeah. me that's like foreign but going to college and like meeting other people mm-hmm. I realized that I was like actually like the yeah. board, the border <laughs> because I was just like guys let, let's go to do something new mm, let's do yeah. something different and, yeah. and 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 like for right like we're human right and so we don't a lot of humans don't really like change and don't really like true, that true. aspect and so it's very like crazy to people to like do something that's that's so outside of their norm but I think it's great that you do stuff that's outside of your norm. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was my thought process. <laughs> it was very, but that's how I always was. Yeah. Like, I was very, I had a gist and I had an idea, but I never had particulars as to how exactly am I going to get there? You know, I always had these, these, these aspirations, but I, I, I never, well, now how do you get there? And so I did that, had that thought, and I started researching. Um, at the time, I was, I had just declared my major, which is Africana Studies. Before that, I was two years undeclared. I'm um, like, two years. Do the Didn't know what I was time. about to do two years. I was like, let me just take my core classes, test around, but I had an interest in history. Yeah. And so I just started taking classes that related to history. I took my introduction to Africana Studies and all that stuff. And from that class, those classes, I was thinking like, wow, there's black people everywhere. So, (laughs) you know, a symptom of racism, uh, not racism, but a symptom of of slavery, but in a sense, yes, black people are everywhere. And so I was like, all right, I was was talking to my professors, I was letting them know like, hey, I really wanna go study abroad. And my idea is the furthest place I can think of. And I was comparing it to the list of of study abroad options um, that our school was offering. Yeah. And I saw Japan. I was like, I don't know nothing about Japan. I don't know, I don't know anything. Um, and that's probably the farthest place on the list that was offered at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, why not? Yeah. So I started asking our study abroad coordinators, like, what is it about this program? What do I need to do? And so I actively began working on getting my credits together, um, and going to Japan for a semester. Mm-hmm. I was, I got written up my whole application. Yeah. I was uh, going to all my classes to like, hey, can I tweak my class just a little bit so I can coincide with the study abroad and I'll come back and write the longest papers ever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. So I was trying to get the course equivalency, all of that. I mean, I was, but then also at the time, I was just taking my first uh, Japanese language classes because I was like, oh. let me actively prepare to go. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was literally my train of thought. It's like, like, I want to go abroad, <laughs> but I gotta have something to go, right? So, most... let me find my classes that need the equivalencies for, let me get all the written paperwork, oh let me send my application, <laughs> and let me take the, the a language course because I don't know jack crap about anything. <laughs> Most Americans would be like, let me go visit, like, the Bahamas, or, like, some, like, let me go visit, like, (laughs) uh, 
I don't want to say Mexican or something like that. I mean, but like, let me go like Switzerland or something. <laughs> and people would be like, why? Like, why aren't you speaking American? Oh lord. Why are you speaking English? Why are you American speaking American? Not a language. Oh, that that phrase. But, is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh okay, I'm gonna speak American now. <laughs> I know, but I feel like some people really no they a, a they really truly no offense to it, I'm an American but it's just like yeah you when you're in a, in another country it becomes so obvious to you that you are how an particular American. we are yeah. yeah we are very we are very noticeable yeah. <laughs> America we are no yeah, lie dude. people can spot us. A good hundred miles out. Yes. They sniff the air. Well, there's some Americans in around here. In the pure like volume, the decibel at which yeah. we speak, it's hilarious. And so, yeah. like, I people can spot us for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I never yeah. tried to hide because I'm just like, well, what am I? You see this face? Yeah. Where am I gonna hide? Anywhere I love to observe other cultures, so I like sit typically sit back and then I like am with a group of other Americans. Right. And I'm like, right. Americans. <laughs> That little, I pretend I'm not an American. There's, for a second, there's definitely that like, temptation to be like, man, I'm American. Like, I do that sometimes up. here. Yeah. I'll just be in a group. Of, like, it's hard not. It's, it's sometimes it's really hard to, not to, but then at the same time, you you're remember, just like I have those. I'm American too. too. Yeah. So when it, there's gonna be a point oh, when you know I come, you know I become the very obvious person that's American. So yeah, it's exactly. it, it's one of those. It's a move that'll hit you, and then you'll kind of pass as it goes along. So so when I did that, I I I. Was taking my language course and my my uh, my sensei. Her name is uh, Negrelli Sensei, and uh, she's like, um, "Ariel, I hear that you're 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 looking to study abroad for an hour for a semester." So that was six months I was preparing to do. I was Amazing. all ready to go. You know, not really all ready right. to go, but, but like I had like, all the prep work ready to go. Like to send prep. everything off to get approved by the the university there. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, well, if we want you, we'll keep you. And if we don't, don't reject my application. So Have I was, you always been like that big of a preparer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very, I'm very step by step. Mm. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And that's why sometimes it's so hard for me sometimes because I do have a lot of aspirations. But I automatically think, well, what do I do to get there? Mm. Um, and if I can't get there, I direct like, what can I be doing in the meantime? Mm till I get there. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've always thought. It takes a little bit more brain space. It takes <laughs> yeah. up a lot of brain space where I forget my keys or I might forget my wallet walking out the door because I'm thinking too much. <laughs> but, <laughs> I feel that. You know, I mean, it's, it's benefited me and then other, other times just, you know, just nip me in the butt. But, um, but yeah, she's like, hey, why, uh, why, don't you, why don't you go with us? For three weeks, mm-hmm. you hit four cities, you hit uh, almost three weeks, it's like 21 days, um, get an intensive course of language and about culture and society, and then you're going with people that you um, will learn to know yeah. while you're there, um, and let it be an introduction. And I was like, hmm. So I had a little time to figure out like if I wanted to send an application or go with my sensei, and I was like, you doof, why would you go to a whole new country and your sensei is going to take you there and you'll be with people you know. <laughs> and what are you doing? So I, I woke up and it's like, okay, let me put the you application aside. I changed entirely, but it wasn't, it was okay. The only thing I had to uh, put on a shelf was my application. Say, yeah. hey, I know I'm going to send my application. 
But everything else, like the classes I was taking, the conversations I was having with people who had studied abroad in Japan um, with our sister school, with Kennesaw mm-hmm. State, um, they had come back and I had conversations with them about how did they do it and things like that. So all the prep I did, was it was fine. It, was, yeah, it, it worked out. The end goal. It, 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 it definitely helped me towards my end goal. So the only thing I had to do was shelf my application and so redirect my attention to doing a 21-day 20 yeah. day trip. And so, boom, took my first flight to Japan. Uh, we, How long we were was in, that flight? Yo, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That flight is like 14. Somebody was talking about like, it's 14 hours. Like, hate flying today. Yeah, it's like, 14 hours wow. for sure. Um, did you sleep mostly or like? I slept a lot. Such I I watched a ton of movies. Um, I'm not much of a talker when I'm traveling because yeah. like I, I like to watch a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I had I had great travel buddies. There was okay, so there were 18 students all together. Four chaperones: my sensei, another uh, uh, teacher. Um, it was a, both a culture and art study abroad. Mm-hmm. So I learned. How to do a ukiyo-e um, woodblock printing, where you have to like, you have a stencil of a shape and a form, and you carve out that sucker with dips and dibbles and everything, and you you ink over it, you make a print of the design. I, I actually like still I'm, have my print. Um, wow. I have to show you how I, I at like some I've point. Done that before, but like not it's really like cool. I, would, I, I absolutely like loved it. Um, and it was a cool, it was a dope school uh, skill to learn. I think I still have it. I, I if I'll get a chance, I'll try to show it to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and that was part of it. So that was her, and then another uh, adult chef. No, two other adults. So I So we had like we were rolling like 20, 22 people deep. Twenty two people deep, man. Like we were rolling deep, and um, and all Americans. Ugh, yeah, we were all Americans, but you know. No, I'm kidding. I you really, you really. One of the concepts that we had to learn was group, group consciousness. That's yeah. one of the things we learned oh, before for coming. Sure, yeah. And our sensei was like. You're gonna to have to look out for each other. You are gonna to have to put the betterment of the group over what you ask. You know what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah, you have your individual aspirations, but there's 22 of us that gotta yeah. move from four cities: Tokyo, uh, Kyoto, Nagoya, Osaka, back to Tokyo, and stay together, and figure out what we're gonna do during the day, where we're gonna eat, if it's gonna be a it's place where people like, like you know. We really have to work. It's it. not even like English letters that you can try to oh, no. decipher. Like <laughs> one example, which was funny, was we were in. Gosh, where were we? I think we were in Kyoto, and we were walking through a market, and we were all trying to figure out what we we're gonna eat. But we were learning that the Japanese are so considerate that they'll make wax configurations of mm-hmm. their meals. And they will display them on the outside of the store. So you can see what they look like. And then also uh, it will tell the price. But so we go, into the, we go into the building and we start ordering. And one of the adult chaperones, she's just deep, 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 And then gets her meal. We're all looking at like her like, but you don't know Japanese. How did you figure that out? Mm-hmm. And she comes over. She's like, I just watched. I was like. Really? You just watched? <laughs> I'll totally oh joke with her about God. it. But that's essentially what you do in a different yeah. country. You you watch. You see what other people are doing and you, you 
mimic that knowledge, and it's the same thing here. It's so. super humbling too. I oh think. yeah, just oh, to, oh, like, to learn from to another learn person. from another yeah, person. You really have to. You and have to humble you, yourself when you interact with a person who doesn't know, like you don't speak their language, mm-hmm. they don't speak your language, but you still can interact with exactly, them. Yeah. That's amazing. Like yeah. I super quickly. I just remember one time I was interacting with this person who spoke German, um, and she was like, "Just I was like, oh, I like I'm t- telling her that I liked the, the book that she was reading or whatever." And so it was cool to have that moment mm-hmm. where it's just like we literally cannot understand <laughs> what we're saying, but like we're getting the point yeah, across through yeah. through kind of almost like universal gestures and yeah. like sentiment and so. Yeah that's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's really it's really fun. I mean, we had a lot of those. I I only had one semester. No, two semesters under my belt by Tommy left mm-hmm. uh for my first trip to Japan and I was like I was very scared to practice. Like I didn't say nothing cuz I'm like I'm about to butcher your language. I ain't trying to butcher your language. I was very embarrassed. Yeah. And I didn't really say all I was saying, arigato, arigato, and then that's it. That's all I was saying. <laughs> or itadakimasu over our, over our meals and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm not saying a conversation with anybody. <laughs> Forget that. And so, but the rest of my fellow um, study abroad members, they were, you know, some didn't know the language Zippo, but they, they made attempts to have conversations mm-hmm. with people. Others who did, they made attempts to have conversations. I'm like, you should try, you should try. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I you feel know, that on a deep personal So level. I was like, you know, that's a very deep, you know, that's a very, so I ain't trying to, you know, I, yeah. I do that, but I'm lonesome. I don't need no extra, <laughs> no extra opportunities <laughs> oh my to embarrass my behind. So, so I was like, mom's the word a lot. Um, yeah. And then we got done with the trip. I finally got comfortable, <laughs> and it was our last day to leave. <laughs> Go back to the <laughs> I got one good bit comfortable, and I was like, oh, "Failure." And so we went back. But it's day. not. It's just, you know. <laughs> so, so from that experience, I was like, you know, for, for when you're going now. Exactly. So I, so when that happened, and we got back, our sensei is like, "You guys should try uh, apply for Jet, which is the Japan Exchange and Teaching Program." Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. But um, two of my other classmates who were in my same classes were doing it. And I was like, it would be crazy for me not to take this opportunity. Yeah. So I applied. We went to the Japanese embassy. All of us, thankfully, we all got an opportunity to interview, which was great. We were mm-hmm. so excited. Um, it was myself, um, my friend Jose, and my uh, other friend Josh. Um, and so we all went to the interview down in Atlanta at different times. Um, I think me and Jose had the same day, so we went around the same time. And um, you know, I prepped, I was ready, I was getting myself together, had all my yeah. stuff together, and then we hear back, Jose gets um, shortlisted, which is their first choice. Me and Josh got alternates, so if mm-hmm. someone from the shortlist decides not to go, we had an opportunity. And so I was like, well, looks like I'm not going. Let me focus on something else. Wow. And then after I graduated, uh, a month after I graduated, they give, give me a call up and they're like, hey, I wonder if you're interested in, um, and we want to offer you the position of, of going to Japan. And I'm sitting in my father's car. I just graduated. I had no money. <laughs> like, 
zero dollars. That's the preparing you were like, I don't know. Zero dollars to my name. Um, yeah, college Six months later, I, you know, I'm getting calls from student loan companies and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I'm on the phone with them. It's like, hey, can I give you guys a call back? So I sit in my father's truck. We just got done uh, clearing. At the time, I was helping my father build his uh, lawn care business. Okay. And so we were in the car um, after a long day out in the sun, cutting grass. <laughs> and I was just like... I knew at the time I didn't have the money, and mm-hmm. I also knew at the time my family didn't have the money, and I was not about to ask anyone. And so I was like, you know what? Let me let this go. So I called them up. It's like, hey, I'm so sorry, but I can't participate. Woo! Woo! But the lady ain't I mean, when I say, man, I had to get myself together. It was literally, that was literally the only limitation that was keeping me back. Yeah. Um, also, and maybe, also, like, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't time. for you, right? It wasn't the time. There's and so seasons to things. Even that, even that, that took, but that took me two years being here. Three and years being here in growing. Baltimore. Yeah. Um, to realize, like, <laughs> oh, Baltimore you know. Baltimore <laughs> um, Baltimore, being here in Baltimore, and I was just like, yo, I'm not trying to be here. So I, I was just like, all right, let me take the job in D.C., come here to D.C., work my butt off, went to serve D.C. four months, then get to, uh, then have a job for technically for five months while I was doing contractor work in the city. And so I got the call from the librarian, boom. And then the time came around while I was working as a librarian um, to apply again. And I was like, should you or should you not? Mm. And so I really had to think about it. I was like, okay, what's different now than it was last time? Mm. Last time I didn't have funds. I wasn't in uh, Spiritually, I can't lie. <laughs> I was not in a place to trust the Lord yeah. enough for that position. Yeah. I, I, I trusted my own marriage. Oh, and sure. I did. And I was like, well, I got there on my own. And I was banking on getting there on my own. And um, that wasn't the case. So two years later, the opportunity comes back again, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm gonna apply for this one more time, but I'm gonna do this differently. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trust you to lead me on how to do this. I'm gonna allow people to actually help me. Um, <laughs> that point. <laughs> yeah, that that was one of the that is that's one of the things that I that I. Being here in Baltimore really, 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 really showed me that I I, I can be extremely selfish in the sense yeah. of not wanting help, mm. and that has that had a lot to do with it's my upbringing. You know? I mean, it is a bit of a pride, yeah. it's, uh, and I think a little bit of a pride even for a woman too, mm. because we are constantly told oh, we need for somebody, a, oh, for a black woman and we especially, have to depend on this, 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 and that. You're like, no, I don't, and so when you make it happen because you made it happen, you and not like, nobody else. You're like, you're not about to tell me yeah. that I need you to get where <laughs> exactly. I'm not going. You are not about to. And so I really <laughs> had to me. learn I really <laughs> had to learn that God wasn't like people. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really had to I really had to learn that. Like he wasn't folk who would ask you or ask for help. Just give me another word. You go this through, week. you know, you go through 
uh, a whole rigmarole. Yeah. Something ask for something simple, and they're like, "Well, I don't know about that." What you mean? I definitely did something for you where it was completely inconvenient for me. Yeah. But what I'm asking for you is completely yeah. in your convenience. <laughs> And you still have a like, And I had to like, Whew, mentally, help me I had to mentally prepare myself to even ask you for this. So the exactly. fact that I even you asked you to be honored—I mean, not even honored in a sense. It's a—it's a matter it's, of yeah, like, it's just like you know me well enough that, to know that I'm I an independent. I'm an yeah. independent person, and I don't really need help. Yeah. I, if anything, so. I will always try to make sure I can take care of it on mm-hmm. my own. Yeah. So if I'm asking for help, it's so because you know it's I serious. legitimately yeah, need help. Help, and so um, so I wasn't good at that. I really wasn't good at it. Mm-hmm. Be mostly because of my experiences. People just are selfish <laughs> and very hormonal, and and guys and girls, just yeah, moody about um, about it. So I I wasn't about to do it. Yeah, but I truly had learned that the Lord is not them. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm asking the Lord for help, he's not going to hold it over my head. He's not going to make me feel some type of way or make me feel um, debased for yeah. asking for help. Like, it, it actually was a strength. And so, I mean, I still I still haven't caught on yet. Oh, for but it's like a, I've, you have to, like, relearn I've really, I've really learned that, you know, I can, I can depend on God for this. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be scared to ask for him for this. And whomever he places in my circle to help me will be a help. It yeah. won't be me trying to figure out, hey, are you, 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 you help? Really? Mm-hmm. He'll be like, and you'll person, know it's person, him. Person. Yeah, you'll know you it's will. him because it's just like things that you couldn't even think mm-hmm. or like exactly e- e- even begin to imagine mm-hmm. yeah. that would like happen in your life and it and exactly. it happens in your life. And exactly. You're just like, I, th- this How is because I, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have put this I, off. Literally, this was nowhere in my plan. Exactly. Like, that and just, just the fact that like, I don't have the wherewithal to do yeah. it. So when it came back around to apply, I had a totally different mindset. Uh, the Lord had been working on my heart. Name the main thing he how he was doing it was through thank I thank God for this brother all the time. The uh, young man Jonathan McGriddle's make room album. <laughs> I when like I say you about that album. when I say that that album oh. has been my anthem yes. transition oh. um, into this position <laughs> that it's been that like every song from make man when I say when he did make when I remember when I was not finding a job no one was giving me a call back I was making all these taking all this time to apply for jobs nobody called me but the library right but at the time they didn't give me a call back and I was really Hurt. I was really angry. I'm like, well, what's up, and man? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very qualified. I'm overqualified. I'm very qualified for every position that I've, I, I haven't applied for anything that I'm not qualified for. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, what's, what's up, man? Like, what's good? I was getting frustrated. Yeah. I was getting very, and I was getting, un, you know, uh, 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 applying anger and blame in the wrong place. Yeah. And so, man... Make room. Whew, that song right there itself was I, I literally played it over and over and over and over. 2018. 2018 that like that was the the album That's... that really helped me change my mentality yeah. about stuff. Like make room, make room, make room. And it's make still room, like a, a lesson that I'm learning. And it still so continues. Like, I still day. have to like 
Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things, and I I, I promise that album that live always, by Facebook time, my Instagram, like you so, know, my yeah. Facebook, my I will make yeah. like it's a declaration, like I'm determined to, to make, make room. room, and so for what's actually sweet. important mm-hmm. and prioritized. Yeah. So when the time came to apply, all right, I was like, okay, Lord, all right, I'm gonna do this differently. I'm gonna trust you. Every step of the way, I, he's brought in my life. My family was all the way supportive. I already talked to him before I even applied. I was like, hey, you guys, I am thinking about this, and I am applying. And off the bat, every one of them, before mm-hmm. I even apply, you're going to Japan. Mm-hmm. We're going to get ready for you in Japan. Wow. You're going, like, speaking it into yeah. existence. Like, and beforehand, I didn't have that. Yeah. You know, they were not on my camp for that. It was just me. Like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And they're like, why do you want to go? Like, why do you want to be that far away from your family? What's wrong with you? You know, the whole shebang. You know, especially my, especially my parents. Mm -hmm. And my brother and sister, they didn't, I think for them, it was just more of, they're going reaching for the skies again. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know about this one, Ariel. I don't know. (laughs) And I think that was like that overall feeling. But this go around, I mean. Totally do it go for it do it go for it and i was like whoa okay lord that's a sign <laughs> oh, just from the family you know <laughs> and then that? my partnerships from the jobs i was working with the library one of the partnerships i worked with doing a, a soccer coach and a basketball coach for a nonprofit organization in our community um he wrote my recommendation letter and i read the recommendation and i was like oh my gosh this is wow I, I mean, I was flabbergasted by what he said about me. Um, oh, for it'll surprise you. And I was just like, this is how you see me? Yeah, I, just, I was really just coming know. to volunteer for my kids, you know? And and people don't, like, yeah. I, I don't think people realize that, like, no one gives feedback that way. Like, no, no, like, yeah. Even where I'm working, like, working at right now, what we're, like, talking to people about is feedback how to mm. give good feedback and like changing the thinking around feedback but it's just like it, it, people can have an idea of just like yeah I believe this about my team I believe this about my group like whatever I believe this about about you right but they will like and they'll write in a recommendation letter but it's just like you realize like you haven't actually said that to me <laughs> like, right right you never so, know it's so yeah. different when you're like sitting down to like look at what people actually think, write and think, think about, about you, you. yeah um, it was eye opening. It, it really almost it had tears to my eye. And when I, you know, him as a support, I, I met a new friend in the area, and they were like, "Go for it, go for it." I called them up. I'm writing my essay, and I'm like, "Yo, what you think about this? Like, yo, don't be, don't be so hard. Like, you you got the experience. You just yeah. gotta put it on paper." And you know, talking it out with them. Called my friend that's in Virginia. Um, we worked together in City Year. He's like, "Yo, do it. Talk about this." Um, read over my 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 letter before sending it in you know just people people that i didn't expect out of the woodworks supporting like legitimately helping and i had not experienced that this type of level of support before prior to this i hadn't i had i hadn't had that before and so um i was just like wow lord you are really you are really showing me you right now. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Cause I, I, I kid you not, I, I had never seen that type of support before. So from my former coworkers to my parents and my 
brother and sister to my new friends in Baltimore who are like, yo, you should do it. Go for it. Do it. And I was just like, wow, this is yeah. crazy. And so I applied. Heard back from them. I said, Lord, last time I was their second choice. I want to be first this time. <laughs> Go into the interview. Yo, it's totally different in when you're in first choice. Got in there, interviewed with the people. I wasn't sure if I gave a good impression. I hope that, I, you know, at first I was like, man, I really hope I didn't look like I was last. And like, mm-hmm. because I had interview, interviewed before in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and I just hope I didn't come off as, well, I already know what the process is like type thing. You know what I mean? Like, very pretentious oh, and arrogant. Sure. Like, yeah. no, you know? So I was, I was really concerned about that because I was having positions on my body. I was very yeah. calm, sitting on the edge of my seat, legs crossed, hands folded. And I was just like, man, I hope they didn't read that as me being like too nonchalant. Because I'm a very chill person in, in the aspect. So I was like, man, I don't know. Um, they asked me questions I didn't expect them to ask because it wasn't like the interview oh, while I was in Atlanta. Like, that's not what I prepared I prepared for. for what I did in Atlanta. And here, they didn't ask me that. Surprisingly, they asked me more about my position as a librarian than my position when I was working like, directly with students. My shh. Yeah, they my carry now. Movies, yeah. They carry. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the skills. So um, so yeah. So they got back to me. They called. Got the email. Congratulations. We would love to uh uh uh, uh accept you as a two thousand shortlist. I was like, I was at my job, at my desk, at the library. I'd get up, like, go out to the habitat garden, and just. I had to throw my hands up and just give God the utmost glory because I was just like, I did it, but then we did it. Yeah. You know, I like we did like God, you did this. No, like this time, <laughs> this time it was not for sure. It wasn't me, and it was a whole different vibe, whole different thing. This, I mean, when I say this experience is a complete different experience from when I had I, did, I first applied in in Atlanta completely different yeah. i mean absolutely different from the support system to the process to what was required i mean it wasn't too different but a little bit higher level and then mm-hmm. i also was concerned that i was applying in the washington dc area mm-hmm. you know i mean well credentialed people that are, that yeah. are in dc um still <laughs> in, in dc and so i was thinking man Suckers ain't about to choose my, oh my good God. old country behind from Atlanta. Uh, they ain't I would, choose me. would not characterize you as country, um, but yeah, I I, I, I like I've been like turned away from this camera. The no, it's, time. it's totally fine. <laughs> um, I've been thinking like, oh man, they ain't about to choose my behind. And so the fact that they did, and I was their first choice. Yeah, I was just like validation of artwork that I know I've been trying to put in while I've been here really on myself and yeah. my mental state um because having to reject the offer it hurt me a lot mm-hmm. it really did it made me feel like you're not enough mm-hmm. or you weren't doing that in the sense of not enough in the sense of like you weren't good enough to put the money aside to do this <laughs> like I knew how much money it was and I was like Working not wasn't working as much. I had learned to cut back because I I really I was doing way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, in my college experience, trying to balance working 
full-time load, running to, uh, helping run two student organizations, helping to volunteer. I was doing way too much. Student leadership, that's a whole um, other episode. Uh, yeah, it is. It's something else, our peers. Clearly, um, you should just be my, like, co-host. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, man. Be like south to southeast, virtual, like from, from Japan. <laughs> virtual uh, dippings, you know. That would be actually really. That neat. would be dope. Um, please let me know if you want to do that. I, I, I would we totally, should actually. I totally that. will make because I'll have ridiculous amounts of free time, um, and so me being a busy bee, I'll fill it. <laughs> no, I'm like I'll being fill actually it. totally um, serious. I totally will fill it. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's been it's been incredible. J- Japan has definitely been a journey. In the works, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a works for a long time. Mostly in my head, mm-hmm. then finally making it up to paper, and then actually it's actually become a tangible thing. Two weeks from now, yeah. um, no, thirteen days from now, I'll be I'll be making a fourteen hour trip to live and work <laughs> in an entirely different country, and I'm just like. Yeah. It legit hasn't completely hit me yet. Yeah. I think once I get off the plane and I'm getting into my new apartment, I'll be like, Lord, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Jesus, what did I do? I'm but so many those, like, I'm happy that there's so many people who've done the same thing. Yeah. And there's a large community um, there and then alumni who've done the experience they are like it's a huge support system and mm-hmm. i'm just like you know i'm not walking into something where i'm completely isolated mm-hmm. but there are things in place where i can be supportive and i'm just like now i'm in a position where don't resist the support yeah take that sucker run with it <laughs> for ask sure. for help you know oh, um, for sure. that's that's definitely not uh, it's definitely a weakness in my in mm-hmm. the sense of because I've been so capable of doing things myself. Um, this this place that I'm going to now, I'm really going to. I won't be able to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not on the same playground <laughs> as before. Uh, it's, it's a whole new space. It's a whole new language. I'm gonna have to ask for help, and I think the Lord has been preparing me yeah. these two years really and. Um, allowing people to support me, yeah, and being comfortable with, hey, I don't know something. Not to say I've never been like that. I have, but it's if I don't know, I, mm-hmm. I I know when something's completely out of my league. Oh yeah, how I should for help? I'm gonna sit there and get crazy. Yeah, but if I know I know something and I already know how to do it, um, I'm not prone to automatically ask you for help yeah. unless I come up against a problem, mm-hmm. um, or or something presents itself. And so I think for this is really going to challenge me to get a little bit comfortable with being a little with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But that's the best feeling though. Yeah, it's really a lot of growth. You're like, so uh, it, it challenges you to grow, and that's really as a near perfectionist, yeah. you're just like, yeah, being in such an uncomfortable, like having to live in an uncomfortable space. Yeah. Frees you up to be like. I literally have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> right, right. And so it's just like, so I don't need to be perfect right. with this because I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, like, and it, it gives, I, I agree. gives me a little bit of an excuse to be like, I, I don't, you know, from mm-hmm. my mind to be like, I don't have to be perfect at this because literally. Yeah, I, I mean, I think for me, I've never, I don't think I've been a perfectionist. I think yeah, I, for me, it's more of, I like being able for to, it to do be predictable. Mm. If it's predictable, um, I'm cool with it. Yeah. If it's, if it's beyond pre- uh, predictability, 
um, and I already know that it is, I'm cool. Yeah. I, I can frame my mind for that. Yeah. But if it's being presented that it's going to be predictable and then it becomes unpredictable, that's, that's when yeah, I yeah. freak out. So that's just funny. Like, to, for me, it's an, it's an yeah. illusion. If you let me know it's not about to be like, that, all right, cool, I'm kick it in, let, yeah. it be, let it ride. Exactly. But if you say that it's, it's, it's going to be, be this way it's, and it's you don't give me no heads up or that around the corner is, is about to be something else, yeah, I'll, I'll be off my kilter. And so I think for this thing, I already know it's going to be, it's gonna be crazy. So you're prepared. Yeah, yeah, I am. Another prepa- I'm a, I'm a preparer. I, I like to be prepared as best yeah. I can. I know that it's gonna be unpredictable. I know it's gonna be difficult. I just don't know the depth yeah. and the breadth of it. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to ask for help. Yeah, a lot more than you expect. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I actually like that you put it that way because like. I'm I'm less a perfectionist, and I actually don't mind like I don't mind if things change at yeah. the last minute. Right. But let I just want to not even let me know, but I just need to be good at that thing. <laughs> like yeah, I don't have to be perfect, but you. I have to be able to do be that able to thing. Do it, yeah. So when I can't do something, that's when I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I've I think a, a long time ago I let I let go a little bit of the. The um, if I can't do it, then well, oh well. Yeah. I, I think because I've always had to really work at a lot of stuff. There's yeah. been a lot. Of, there's a lot of things I'm just not good at. Oh, <laughs> there's a crap ton of things I am not good at, and I've always, out of my siblings, I've always really had to be the one to kind of work at stuff mm-hmm. a little bit in a sense. Because my brother and sister, wow, brilliance, man. Yeah. They are brilliant beings. They don't have to do a lot to get get the greatness going. Me, That's... man, I might. I mean, I don't have to work a ton mm-hmm. but I do have to work at oh, it yeah. I do have to work at it um so I, I kind of know I'm not uh new or oblivious to having to relearn something because mm-hmm. I'm like well you get jaded in the face by your older brother constantly on the ball court you better figure out how to defend him <laughs> or you know your sister is whipping your hind tail and and I don't know scrabble or something <laughs> Yeah, best learn some new language uh, vocabulary, you know, or uh, you know, you know, there's there's always someone that's working at a higher caliber. Oh yeah. And so with having those two kind of like my near peer challenges and competition, it really taught me how to like, all right, cool. If I ain't good at it, at least I'll work at mm-hmm. something that gets yeah. somewhere on par. Yeah. And if I get somewhere on par with and you and you're, you're like, the I'm best, set. then I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Oh, and then I'll find my own. I can hang with the big yeah, As long as I can hang, man, I'm, I'm with it. I'm by association, you feel me? <laughs> greatness by association. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll oh take my it. Goodness. I'll take it. And then I'll have my own field where I'm I'm, I'm exactly I'm the top dog. Yeah, exactly. I, I like it. I don't mind it. I don't Creating mind sharing. Niche market. I don't mind being in a, in a <laughs> the southeast niche market. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the South and Southeast, it's, it's, it's real, man. Yeah, it's real, so. it really is. It really is. Did that tell you a little bit of No, it about? really did. did it's so, like, I know it was kind of everywhere. Super, super quick. No, but that's me, though. So I was like, that's fine. Uh, but super quickly, two, two goals kind of for this next step in Japan. Like, would you want to... What, like, what, what do you care about mostly in, in Japan and, like, What's um, something overarching that you want to do? Overarching. Yeah, um, one or two goals. Doesn't have to be two. Biggest thing is to get more uh, comfortable with the language. Mm. Second is 
to build an actual relationship with my kids. Mm. And then three is traveling. Oh, like, really oh. take advantage of being close to, you know, different Asian countries. And then, um, you know, Australia has always been a, a goal of mine to yeah. go to a continent. Oh, like, Sydney, Australia. Oh, um, same. That's literally... Oh, let's I'm, do that I'm, together. I'm <laughs> like, let me... That's going to be my... My big, big thing in life, that's that's the one place I really want to check out. Um, oh, I'm not kidding you. I'm being <laughs> totally serious. That's my dream. All right, cool. We got to we gotta look for shows. We got to look yeah. for five times and then go from yeah. there. Um, and so, it's going yeah, to so, be on our next podcast. <laughs> how to travel. Um, but yeah, that's those are my goals. Um, and uh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, honestly, everywhere I go, I really want to make sure I get involved in the community. Yeah. be a part of my of, of the community that I'm living in because like you know I I think it's important like if you're working in a community you need to be living in there in you community. need to know the people you should have some type of relationship with them outside of I know what I'm saying and you don't so mm-hmm. let me teach you you know yeah. that that dynamic gets old really quickly oh, for sure um at some point you got to get on someone's level other than yeah you're here and they're there, yeah. you know? Um, that dynamic is 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 efficient and effective in a certain space and time. Yeah. Um, but it's not but always, it's not always the case. Yeah, it's not always um, effective everywhere you go. So yeah. um, being flexible enough to get on level, especially yeah. with the kids. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited to meet my kids. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited to meet them. I hope they are just excited to see me, you oh, know. I'm sure they are. Um, my predecessor, he's been there five years. Wow. Um, he's considered what they call the unicorns of the Jet oh, um, community, where they stay the whole yeah. whole five year contract. Wow. Um, well, not five year contract, but we we appoint yourself up to five years. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I'm hoping to glean as much information mm-hmm. as I possibly can from him and then also the communities that I'll be working with because I'm like, you know, I really, and you know, it's going to be a transition for them. It's going to be a transition for, for me. And so it's going to take time. And yeah. I'm willing to put in the time and I'm definitely willing to put in the work. So, um, yeah, those are That's the, awesome. the goals. And it's funny because I didn't even like touch, I mean, it's threaded throughout this conversation, yeah. right? But I didn't even touch on like work-life balance. And <laughs> you just like, we're just like, no, but you you talked about that because you were just like, I want to do this thing that's like related to the career and what I want to do, but I also like want to travel and I'm, yeah. like, I'm really excited about the relationships and the communities and like yeah. just what I'll get to learn and then personal growth, like yeah. learning the language, like that's that is work life balance and that's yeah. so 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 important. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're not burnt yeah. out, and I mean there will be times yeah. where like it, it gets close to that, but like oh like, yeah, you're I've been being there. able to like I've been there for sure. And like take time away and you know yeah that's my goal is really that's one of my personal goals is to manage myself better yeah over the years I've gotten better Whoo, way better but there are definitely areas where I, I, I want to grow in in the sense of like you know I, I love to be busy I really do I, oh, I, I like not so busy but mostly I like have some I like having something to do and I feel like that's just like you know? like an orientation and I did I feel like that's often kind of like there's a stigma around that like oh why do you want to be busy all the time but I sometimes it's just like you want something that is gratifying to have have something to do (laughs) I have this energy so why not 
use it, it for exactly. a good be effective. purpose. Yeah. Like since some people do not have the levels of energy that I do, but right. what I'm doing, I, I want to do something yeah. with it. I don't oh, yeah. just want to waste it. So, oh yeah, I, I think I, uh, that's definitely the goal. Yeah, I, I think not that like I feel like being busy is like people are like don't be busy all the time, but it's just like. It's not even, it's being, doing things that, like, give you a recharge. Because I get bored if I'm not doing yeah. something. Oh, and yeah. And so it's really yeah. about taking, taking what is rest for you. So rest for me might be, like, going to do something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, just having something to do is really my, whether it's athletic, whether it's intellectual, yeah. or it's me having time to do something, like, doing doing is yeah. big for me doing yeah. is big for me it's it's one of those it's part of who i am as, as, a, as, as a person <laughs> i know <laughs> it is it's so, in certain aspects I'll, i'm gonna have to grow up a lot oh <laughs> in that aspect of doing in, in other but in other forms but that's, um, that's awesome that's awesome so speaking speaking of doing that was a perfect transition <laughs> i feel like i ruined it by saying that was a perfect transition <laughs> But what's an activity like outside of kind of your job? Which I feel like you've like talked about. Oh gosh, what all but, I've like, done outside I know, of my exactly. job? Exactly. No, 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 um, just one or like one or two. One or two. Um, I volunteered. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I feel soccer. like it's still like kind of a line. Like soccer counts. Soccer and basketball. And um, salsa. salsa. <laughs> that was your running boy. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> Yes. So when I came to Baltimore and I finally started working, she got me into salsa in Baltimore. Um, actually, the same month that I started working at Pratt was in, was which was in October is when I I got introduced to salsa in this area. So I had been introduced by my friend Jose, who, who I went on to study abroad with. Yeah. So you know, he took me to these like socials around in Atlanta. Him and his sister, and it was cool. And I was like, oh, "This is nice. It's a nice little drop show." <laughs> but I had never done it. Uh, uh, you know, been around anything else after yeah. that. I was like, I only did it. It was an activity that my friend was interested mm-hmm. in, and so I just did it with them. But uh, I transitioned to the librarianship. Uh, I had been here for already a year, mm-hmm. but I was working full t- like a lot in DC. Yeah. I only came back to Baltimore. To sleep and pass out. That mm-hmm. was it. Um, sleep and pass out? Like sleep two and pass out. Two, two, two very different things. Most wow. nights I passed out. Mm-hmm. Weekends I actually got to sleep. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was commuting, I was commuting four hours a day, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. That's insane. Um, <laughs> and then the but same travel like time on weekends. But I feel like now that I'm working in like, oh, yeah. the commuter life. So it's is, like commuter life, especially in this it's Northeast. Real. Yeah, it's very, it's very real. And so, <laughs> I have to put on the Baltimore accent <laughs> once for this interview. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah, I was doing that. And Jason did the, the library job. And I was like, all right, I need something to do. Um, so my, <laughs> my co-worker I who I was training with at her branch location, she's like, yeah, why don't you come up with me in the dancing? And I was like, Sure, something to do. Man started off and began. (laughs) Thanks. Literally pills it. You're amazing. Super still learning. I still need to go to a lot more classes. You say that, but like I don't know. There are people who watched you dance, and you're like a very good dancer. Now, I I honestly, you're you're right. I really haven't. I, I mean, I have, like, a couple of clips of, like, fun parts of... I thought you were going to be like, you're right, I am a really good dancer. 
Oh Lord. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm decent for 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 as long as I was. Cause like I really wish. Cause when I first started, every Monday, every week, went to classes, free classes over at the Medusa Lounge in um, Baltimore, and I was like, Man, this is epic, you know. I was stiff as a mug, you know. I was doing this. Oh, that's me. Still. You know, I I couldn't I couldn't get with someone being in my personal space. Oh. And I already like a male. Like, why do I need to follow you? <laughs> I was taking it back so, to you the know, <laughs> So I, I was just like, mm, I don't know about this, but that was your independence um, coming out again. But was my salsa has learned you like yeah, it, it, learned it, you, it, taught it's, you. it's taught me a different type of yeah. independence. It's yeah. taught me to infuse. It's not even really dependence. It's two individual but, people following each, each other. other. Right? It's just yeah. one person's literally called a lead and the other one's called follow. Yeah. But like legitimately, you're following each other. Like, well, what's she doing with her body? Okay, let me match it. Then we're going to try a move. Mm-hmm. Are, is she going to read it or is he going to read it? If I put my hand up and do a little uh, uh, a little styling thing with mm-hmm. it, which, well, he catch well, yeah. it. You know, so it's it's literally a language on, on both ends. And it's kind of fun. And it's connection with each individual. With each like, individual person, and, yeah. And, and, and so, dance, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's taught me a I've learned a lot from from salsa. I really salsa, bachata. Salsa, bachata. Salsa, bachata. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I love it. I, I, I didn't think I would like it so much because it was it was I a like challenge. It. it was a challenge for oh, me. It's I, still a challenge. I had to learn. <laughs> I really had to learn. I was like, man, why can't I get this? I got basketball, I got soccer, I could do volleyball. I could do any athletic I'm glad sport. That you're saying you know because that's me right now. You know, I because like, you're sitting there like this? what's the problem? It's yeah. just three steps. Yeah. Why can't I feed oh, you no, this? Salsa is hard. <laughs> salsa is hard. Because you really have to you have to Move, 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 think, 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 but also listen. Mm. And if you don't get the steps, and watch. And watch, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going, it's, it's a lot like marching band for yeah. me. I have to uh, remember yeah, that. Marching. marching band? But they're like, whew. Low-key cult. <laughs> yes, we are, man. Gosh, I miss us a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. I know that I'm thinking about, man, yeah, I've really been a part of some very niche communities. I'm telling you. Band? Man, band is a... That's a fun group, man. Yeah. yeah, you got a you got a bunch of like I, I miss I miss us. I really do. I miss a group of I miss a group of very nerdling band people, and we oh just break out into our mute, uh, instruments, and it was it's fun. I I loved it. I and it kind of reminds me. So also doesn't remind me of them, but is they remind me of each other in the sense yeah. of the creativity, yeah, the level of creativity that goes into that that form so i've been very blessed to have a lot of cool experiences that kind of play off of each other yeah. and help and each other and now yeah now another one so yeah i mean so yeah i love salsa and i love yeah. i love going out to the social spaces like it's some i have a really really i have a really fun time it really challenges me um get better you know yeah. i'll learn how to read people learn how to watch learn how to um, lead too because I'll kind of learn how to do a little bit of leading and stuff like that so it's kind of it's, it's it's been a great experience mm-hmm. and I'm really 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 determined and um to keep up with it mm-hmm. while I'm out in Japan and thankfully there are um a social group right in the area that I'm living oh, in and so I'm like okay I might so go check her out yeah. <laughs> keep my keep yeah, my 
keep my chops up, you know. But then, you know, I'll be. I I'll feel be like saucing. all of the academic people who have ever seen me will be like, "Who are you talking?" About? <laughs> What are you doing in this interview, though? Um, yeah, that's fun. really cool. Exactly. <laughs> this is me in my relaxed state. Uh, but yeah, you already you already said the book recommendation, so we already. Yeah, I totally recommend that. And if if you don't want something that's heavy, um, check out uh, Sabata here. Uh, her name is spelled Sabat S A B A A Tahir T A H I R. She has a great series of of a female. Um, woman of color who's basically trying to upsert uh, uh, up the status quo of an empire that's taking over her group of people. I need to read that And book. it's a sci-fi uh, series. It's so good. It's great writing, great character development. If you like traveling and getting your mind into another world, um, but you can humanize with each of those characters, you're, you're going to really love that series. Um, so it's called... Uh, uh, Ember in the Ash. Mm. Ember in the Ashes, excuse me. That's the first book. Um, and then there's two others so afterwards. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Mm. You would love it. So um, I feel like I have to insert a personal plug and say, go. did you hear about my article? No, no. What? Wait, you I posted it. You did post yeah, it. I didn't get a chance. Published to... author. Oh, okay. Which is wild. But it's about, it's about women of color and leadership. So Nice. Published in women in published I, it's wild that's awesome it, published god that's dope like legit god. but listen that was again something that i didn't imagine it was not even on my radar mm. i wouldn't have even done this myself right. like that's crazy literally an assignment for class it's assignment so, for class <laughs> so yeah that, that that book just reminded me nice of, of dope yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's great you've still got a ways to go HR forum back at sea, summer 2019. <laughs> Plugs in. <laughs> I know. Actually, I did thinking about it in retrospect. I was just like, man, I, I wish that I had had like the name of the podcast mm-hmm. pre prepared for what I actually said yeah. a few months man. ago because I was just like, dang, I could have listeners. You can add an addendum to it. I, updated. Yeah, I yeah. Totally. I think I you should be able to do that. I should ask. Yeah, you should totally be able to make yeah. addendums to publish work. I mean, you have to do it all the time. Yeah. You have to I don't, do I don't feel weird about like it is published, but it's like I'm just like, not even a whole book. But it's great. It's great. It's, dope. it's just weird for me to like. Congratulations by that. That yeah. That's awesome. Personal book. <laughs> Takes it. <laughs> but thank you. Thank, thank you for you. being my first guest on. Thank you for thinking of me. So I really appreciate it. Start our own show. I'm. I mean, I'm totally down with creating I, yeah. I love creating new things oh. so um if i'm able to do it i will I, i'm down for it so yeah just let me know how best i can do it i might yeah. be off grid for a minute oh, figure out my whole life but um are you gonna do anything like website blog blog ah uh, you know so what? People Honestly, can find you keep up with your journey. i think for me i'm 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 still figuring out how i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. i know i don't post very like regularly Mm -hmm. but my goal is to definitely personally journal Mm -hmm. a lot more or journal my experience because I remember when I went to Japan the first time how much I value being able to go back and read about all the things I did I'm like wow Um, that helped out a lot but I also would love to see if I could do either you know just video recorders like kind of like how an avatar you have video cam of Mm -hmm. like his diary and I kind of want to do something similar to Mm -hmm. that but I'm like 
uh, storage space and then the cloud. <laughs> no, that's totally valid. Not one drive, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. One or, drive, or getting another, getting another um, a terabyte uh, hard hard drive. Yeah. Um, I don't want to alienate any future sponsors, <laughs> so it's just <laughs> a drive, a drive, a cloud somewhere yeah. in the world. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I honestly haven't thought about it. So if you have any ideas, I will, um, and then I'll let the people know about how I could do that. Um, because I definitely want to. I want people to know like what am I experiencing, kind of walk hand in hand, kind of be with me a little bit in that. Um, but then also not make it too much about them sticking with me, but making sure I pay attention to what's going on mm-hmm. with me. And so um, I'm thinking one of those things I do like like once a month type of, hey, this is what's been going on. Yeah. Um, taking videos of my school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doing little cute, fun things like that yeah. on, online, that type yeah. of thing. I'm not the greatest at it, but but I shall will practice. attempt it. I mean, um, because you never know. We took you know? like five more audio recordings of this. So I know, right? Like, like this is gonna be. Thank so God fun. for 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 something like this. this. Is, I'm I don't even I know how long. It. I don't even know how long this episode um, is. Probably two two and a half hours. <laughs> it's really but, long. you know. Oh my God. The first episode for Jesus and Jalof, man, that that thing was long. Really? Yeah, they, their first episodes are usually pretty, pretty long. Pretty long. All right, um, so there you go, people. And then so you just start getting your pace. Bear with us. Bear with so. us. It's a two part. So if you have a two hour commute like you did, <laughs> that's these are for the, the two hour commute. So just audio, hour visual, and you know, watch it when you're going to work and then when you're right. Back. Exactly, so it's perfect. Watch for that. it, listen to it. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. If you so, have any recommendations, I please, will for let me know. sure recommend stuff. Because I'm just trying to what will work best for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll and then I'll update when the when the video drops with your sweet video, with your let a kid know. Yeah, you gonna do a yourself. YouTube channel? Yeah, hopefully. Okay, hopefully. that's the plan. That'll be dope. Yeah. Congratulations! Hey, your life has never been more engaging. <laughs> do you like that? I like that. Cute <laughs> cord. <laughs> no, thank but I you. do like that. Thank though. you for joining. Your us. life has never been more engaging. This has been an awesome That's episode. That's what's up. Thank <laughs> you for having awesome. me. Seriously, legit. I appreciate you. Awesome. All right. Bye bye.